Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. We are now in Chapter 2, Parakshini of the Pirkei Avos Treasury version on Season 2 of the PAL. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at Maximum, T-E-E at yahoo.com. Kol Yisrael Yeshem Chelik Olam Haba, the first interlude, the first way of getting into the chapter. We start off always this way in Pirkei Avos. All of Israel has a share in the world to come. All of Israel. Everyone. Shenemar, as it says, Ve'amech kulam sadikim, and your people are all righteous. The olam yirshu aritz, they shall inherit the land forever. Netzer mata'ai, a branch of my plantings. Ma'asayadai, my handiwork. air, in which to take pride, which comes from Isaiah 60.21. So what does this mission say? The right, proper path to go. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says, Which is the proper path that a person should choose for himself? Whatever path is a credit to himself and earns him the esteem of fellow men. As scrupulous in performing a minor mitzvah, quote-unquote, as in a major one. Quote for you do not know the reward given for the respective mitzvahs. Calculate the cost of a mitzvah against its reward and the reward of a sin against its cost. Consider three things and you will not come into the grip of sin. Now what is above you, Ayin Roa, a watchful eye, v'ozen shamas, an attentive ear, v'chol ma'asecha b'sefer nechtavim, and all of your deeds are recorded in a book. So we have a lot of stuff going on in this Mishnah, a lot of good advice. In general, Pekka Elvis gives a lot of good advice, but here we have definite things to look at, and we'll try to address all of them. In general, I find this mission very interesting because it talks about minor versus major mitzvahs. And if there's, if you think about something, there's something very interesting in the Torah. A lot of everything in the Torah is interesting. But if you think about two two mitzvahs that we know a major reward for, and they're diametric opposites. We talked about this last year also when talking about this mission, I believe. You have shiloh sending away the mother bird if you want to take the eggs for yourself. And then there's honoring your father and mother. Two very different mitzvahs and on the opposite spectrums of difficulty. Sending away the mother bird takes a second and takes like no effort at all. And honoring father and mother could take a lot of work, could take a lot of time, and could take a lot of considerable amount of effort, time, and the like. So you have diametric opposites, but you have the same mitzvah. You save the same reward, excuse me. And that's because we don't understand the workings of how Hashem decides what the reward should be. We really don't know the reward of anything and you have to do what you can in all mitzvahs because we don't understand why and Hashem can make an easy mitzvah with the same reward as a hard mitzvah because he decides what we should do and how how we should get the reward for it. So Rabbi refers to Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, son of Rabbi Shimon, who was mentioned in the previous Mishnah. His primary teachers were his father and Rabbi Yaakov ben Korshai. And you can see Yerushalmi Pesachim for that, but he traveled to study under many of the great men of, the, of his time. Rabbi was the phenomenon of his generation, a man of noble character traits and superior tal- talents, universally loved and acknowledged st- spiritual and temporal leader of Israel. He's known as Rabbeinu Akadosh, our holy teacher. And it says in the Talmud, we don't find anyone with such a combination of wisdom and wealth from Moshe until his time, from Gittin 59a. He was saintly articulate with an outstanding command of the Hebrew language. He was 
very, very big and very humble. The Talmud states, with the death of him, real humility and fear, fear of sin cease to exist, as Sota 49a says. So with the proper path, path a person to do, a cardinal principle of man's existence on earth is his ability to exercise free will. Man's life is not predestined. No one, not even God, forces him to do anything. He may choose goodness and righteousness or evil and wickedness. So hopefully you only choose goodness and righteousness, and you could be as righteous as possible if you follow the proper path. And we need to have the proper path and that's what we're trying to see here, especially through picking up in general, but especially here. So it's talking about the proper path rather than the righteous path, which would imply the mitzvah between man and God. Rabbi stresses on the interpersonal areas that are included in the term the proper path. Whatever path is a credit to himself, one way of earning the esteem of others is to follow the golden mean, avoiding extremism in all areas. When one follows a path of moderation, his actions are pleasant to himself and earn him the esteem of his colleagues as well. True generosity takes into consideration the needs of both the benefactor and the beneficiary. By being thrifty, yet generous to the needy, one will safeguard his assets and simultaneously earn the respect of others. By contrast, someone who is stingy will not have that and will not be able to really help others, obviously. Be scrupulous in performing a minor as a major. According to Rav and Rambam, this injunction and exhorts us to perform all positive commandments with equal zeal. The reward fulfilling them and the punishment for not doing so is not given explicitly in the Torah so that we remain unaware of the relative importance of the various commandments. This is an insurance that we will perform them all with the same care and enthusiasm. The reward for keeping the negative injunctions, on the other hand, can be inferred from the punishment one receives for transgressing them. A negative commandment that carries a death penalty is certainly more stringent than one that does not. So that's why we don't know the reward for mitzvahs, and that's why we say minor versus major. Since you don't know the reward for keeping the mitzvahs, nor the punishment for not fulfilling them, you have no way of knowing which of them is truly minor and which of them is major. But many mitzvahs not only carry a promise of reward, but bear the additional value of conveying to men messages of supreme importance. And the Ramban, for example, teaches that many mitzvahs are linked to remembering the Exodus in order to keep one's focus on the events that showed God to be the Creator who not only controls nature but is intimately involved in human affairs. Shabbos Kiddush implants in man's heart a deep-rooted faith in the Creator and His power to control nature. Therefore, one can never know the relative importance of mitzvahs from the Me'iri. Calculate the cost against reward. In light of the great reward one receives for a mitzvah, both in this world and the world to come, the cost in time, money, and energy expended to perform it pales into significance into insignificance, excuse me, from Rav Yonah, Rashi, Rav, et al. And the reward of a sin against its costs, of course, we only can highlight different comments, especially in the in the interest of time. We try to keep it less than 10 minutes, and God willing, we try to do four a week on weeknights besides for Shabbos. So in the interest of time, we just pinpoint here and there different ones looking at the different parts of the Mishnah. So the word of a sin against its cost gain refers here to the temporary enjoyment one has from sin. This enjoyment pales against the backdrop of the long-term spiritual and even physical loss incurred. The enjoyment lasts for a fleeting moment and is gone. And that's why we should try to think about the next word, which is the real word. Three things do not come to sin. Focus mentally and emotionally upon these three items so as not to lose sight of life's purpose. Most sin is not a result of evil intention, but rather of an unclear perspective, as Rav says. In the Messianic age, God will slaughter the evil inclination in the presence of both the righteous and the wicked. To the righteous, the evil will appear as insurmountable as a tall mountain. To the wicked, it will appear as trivial and conquerable as stepping over a strand of hair. So we have to realize that to each of us in life, it's different. it looks like different things to different people. But if we are able to think about it and realize that Hashem only gives us that which we could overcome, we should try to do as much as we can.
And that comes from Sukkah 52a, just to paraphrase it because it's a longer situation. Know what is above you. Be aware that God who is above you beyond human comprehension is totally aware of your actions, thoughts, and speech, and that he is fully in control of your life. This is a general statement which will be subdivided into three aspects in the next part of the Mishnah, that God sees all, hears all, and records all. A watchful eye, attentive ear, according to Meir, these two items together form the second deterrent to sin. God is involved in human affairs and monitors all human activity, rewarding and punishing a person according to his actions, words, and thoughts. And the deeds are recorded. Nothing is forgotten by God. Every act is recorded and eventually is either rewarded or punished. The book is the metaphorical book of remembrance mentioned in the High Holiday Prayers. And the book itself could be man's soul, according to the Chassid Ya'avitz. Goodness adds lust to the soul while sin besmirches it. After death, the state of the soul testifies to its owner's behavior during his life. Man builds the soul, therefore, with his deeds, either adding to or detracting from its luminescence. There is a statement out there that after 120 years, everybody in, in Shemayim, in the afterlife, in the next world, watches a video of your whole life, and how embarrassing that is. Everybody, Moshe, Aaron, all your family, all your friends, who's ever there with you, watches it, and it's a video, and you can't have any defense, because it's video recorded everything you do, so we should be careful what we do, because everything is being recorded, so we should watch out for that, and think about that, and try to do what we can with the time you have as best as we can. Join us next time as we talk about the importance and the wonderfulness of Talmud Torah, of learning Torah, here on the PAL with Tani G, and I'm your host, Tani G.